Perfect. Right there. Don't. It sounds fine. Perfect. Don't touch anything. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck with this. You know, me, like, with what I do with video and stuff like that, I always. I, I, I mean, I've been a podcast with video before, but my buddies and I used to take the mic and I'd, like, wear headphones and I'd move it around as we just talk shit yeah. about, like, yeah. whatever, random stuff, Game of Thrones, basketball. Yeah. So I've never done it like this, though, through Skype video chatting. And I was like, Oh man, I should have this figured out by the time he calls because I'm the video guy dude, and look at what the fuck happened. <laughs> dude, dude, you're fine. You're fine. It's yeah, it's I haven't figured it out entirely yet either, and and I probably should, but it's because like the problem what I get with audio is because like I don't know any of this shit, so I'm just what I do is I just it, I mean this is a new this is six month old MacBook, but it's I just screen record because yeah. I, I do like the I do like the aspect of people being able to see. Most people right. just listen. I say most. I have like fifty subscribers, but hey, like, yeah, But it's, but I, so like, what I do with audio is, so I screen record and then I use just the the microphone on on the MacBook, so it, it right. records me just fine. Yeah. But the voice of the guest, it gets, it's oh, the yeah, microphone recording. It's the speakers, and then it's going back into the microphone. Yeah, of course. I, I need you to find all a, kinds of feedback, man. Yeah, yeah, I need to find a way to just rip directly the voice because you're speaking in a microphone directly to my computer. I need to find yeah, a exactly. way to. I need to find a way to because it's like how you come through my laptop right now. I can hear you perfectly. It but, sounds amazing. But, but it, what you're in the video, it's going to be it's recording. So what you need is like something separate recording the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I could just like sync up with the video of the two people yeah, chat. Yeah. I need you a, ever tried using like discord. Like, I don't know what you're no, using. It's no, right? like discord. I don't know if you can do the video portion of it. That's the, that's the yeah. tricky thing. So yeah. discord is what I've been recommended to use by like the AV guys I work with down here at um, Sawgrass Marriott. And they all say the same thing. They're like, oh, if you're doing a podcast with people in different locations, Discord. you can record your entire Discord conversation with the quality of it being like as it's fed into Discord as opposed to like what you're the, hearing. The, 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 the recorded of the output. Yeah, it's – yeah. The problem is is I like to I like to see who I'm talking oh, to. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And so you just need to program something that's going to so it's going to do like the capturing for you. Yeah. Within yeah. The, instead of asking your computer to like record the Re audio record, yeah. as it comes through it. Yeah. When I, when it's still I, a great idea. Yeah, no, I can. So I run it through iMovie, and I can basically just hit auto, and it will. I started doing that around like podcast five. I just saw the button. And I was like, it's that it already made it infinitely better. So it's it take it steps. So I have this microphone, but dude, it it fucking sucks. Interesting. It, it, Is it like a USB microphone? Like yeah, yeah, micro USB. USB uh, Shore S H yeah. U R E doesn't. It's terrible. What I say it's is sure it's a shore microphone too you said right yeah which i thought was pretty good so. yeah that's, that's what we use at the hotel for yeah. like all our events like handhelds, yeah. which make which but makes sure. me think that it's good and i'm just not fucking yeah, using course. it correctly <laughs> that's well that's possible too you know like the other thing is like i've i, I through video i've always used like road mics or a sennheiser and uh you know just to, if it's not if it doesn't have to be live you know if you're just looking to capture uh crystal audio you know that <clears throat> there's a few like workarounds you can do but that's that's so out of my realm too, man. Like because it's something my buddies just tied. We started doing for fun, and then we all kind of moved. Like my wife and I bought a house. My other buddy moved to the north part of Jacksonville, so we couldn't meet up as much. So I've got like twenty five hour plus long podcast that we've I've never even touched or edited. I'm like maybe one day if one of us makes something of ourselves, yeah, no, you know, no. we'll upload those because it's just like fun to do. You yeah, know? yeah, talk, shoot the shit, and. Who knows where the conversation will go, you know? Yeah. You might end up learning some shit. Yeah, and it's that's that's why I started is because 
Like I, I like I love I love talking, and I love talking to people, but I've always found like like I'm not capable of it. Like you know, I think of like comedy or something. I always think yeah. like I've had conversations where I've you know throughout my life I've always been able to I'll get people to like just tears laughing, but it's not like yeah, exactly. a it's not like a hey you guys doing tonight? Well, thanks for coming to my right. show. It's just a hey man, what's going on and. That you get talking and 45 minutes later you're fucking crying laughing yeah exactly I, i'm the same way man i'm trying to like figure out how to turn these these this gift of gab i've been told i have yes. into something that can you know make me money or give me an opportunity to try a career i haven't tried before because yes. i like to try all kinds of new stuff and and i i definitely have like worked on myself like in terms of delivery when telling stories just from seeing what works seeing what doesn't and then i've and then obviously with what i've done for careers and then just who i am like i've been able to kind of make people laugh just by pretending, you know, I'm doing this, this, uh, this, um, this list of jokes or whatever it's called, you know, routine of jokes. Mm -hmm. I'll tell the same story 50 times yeah. in one week, but it's really just to work it out to see what, what works for me. And then you know, everybody's like, we got to drag you to an open mic night, dude, because well, you just ranting about yeah. life. Yeah. It's like, like this week, like my job, like doing AV, I don't know if we're, if we're going yet or not, if you're recording. Oh yeah, no, I'm recording. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know for sure. I was like, I don't know if I should say this or not, but yeah, no. I'm just gonna keep going. I can edit and, out whatever uh, you don't want. Right on, so working in AV, like I said, I work at the Sawgrass Marriott. I'm sure you've heard of it, TPC Sawgrass, yeah, big tournament, they got PGA the, does every year. They got that so famous we, hole. We're the dudes in black, like at the hotel, in the conference center, who like, you know, are in the shadows, like <laughs> setting up mics, setting up projectors, all kinds of stuff making sure everything's running smoothly for clients who have conferences there. Well, PGA is obviously, you know, in partnership with that hotels because they have the tournament there every year. I worked it last year. I had to operate a camera during the, the marketing forum. The coolest part about the marketing forum is Dude Perfect was their yeah. special guest. So those yeah. guys showed up at the end. We got to meet them. That's cool, awesome man. Guys. Yeah, it was really fun. But uh, we do that over there, and I learned so much, even though I come from, like, video production news world um you know i came into this thing and like this is going to help me get this job as an av tech at sawgrass marriott and the guy was like nope i'm hiring you because you used to work at chick-fil-a and i'm like really he's like well i can teach you anything you need to know about av yeah but i can't teach you good customer service okay and ironically you know like that that has been such a pick me up for my life but this job in particular man so it's like building giant trusts with lights on them to shine onto a stage you know um the lights a lot of the time audio video meaning like presentations um stuff that people you know are sharing with large groups conferences and so at the award shows like i said i'm normally like this week in particular we had carlisle roofing and uh they're actually under the name versico for this week because it's a huge company they've got you know tons of smaller companies underneath their umbrella so they were there and i was operating the camera like the picture you saw of me I know I, I probably wish I had my mustache still, but my wife hates that shit. So I'm like, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. True, true statement ever. Yeah. But, uh, I, I kept it. I kept the mustache because it was a roofing company. Like they come in, I'm like, okay, I get to operate the camera for their demo, but we're building stuff. We're outside. It's 40 degrees. I'm just getting my ass kicked all week. Uh, just by the work lifting, you know, all kinds of heavy ass shit. You got, you drop stuff, you get hurt. I mean, right now I'm still recovering from a, a torn plantar fascia in my left foot from playing basketball last year worst injury i've ever had because i'm walking all the fucking time i'm just a hyper guy yeah i don't sitting down for even this long is going to be intense for me <laughs> um but yeah i'm moving around so i've had that injury i uh, had a had a messed up wrist for a few months yeah you saw that yeah it happened on the job some numbskull i won't name him but if i if i just said it happened at the pond of Inn club everybody who works with me is going to know who it was he nearly dropped an 80 inch tv on me so i had to 
kind of jerked my wrist a little bit to catch it and painful job man i'm getting my ass kicked all the time so like this week in particular you know i'm like i can't wait for friday i'm just gonna rest i'm gonna rest well um haven't really told too many people my wife and i are also expecting a baby oh hey man yeah Yeah, man i'm gonna be a dad when i'm a little girl i'm so happy right thanks congratulations dude and so she scheduled of course it was the one day that worked for both of us for her to have the dresser for the baby delivered on friday and then i found out last second that the lady delivering it wasn't gonna have anybody help her so oh, I was going to have to help her. Oh, so I'm Jesus. thinking like this whole fucking week, man, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm so ready to rest. And I come home, of course, you know, husband duties. Kick it. You got to, you know, you're taking care of all this different stuff. And I think it's definitely preparing me for fatherhood. But yeah. at the same time, like it's one of those jobs that just like you wouldn't necessarily think it from, uh, you know, from the outside looking in. But you can get your ass kicked. Uh, no, I believe you. an AV, man. Just you never know what's going to happen. But try to stay as safe as possible, lift with my knees and, yeah. you know, go for it. But it's a fun job. Probably the best job I've ever had just because of the crew. And yeah. Sawgrass Marriott's a great location. I mean, people aren't in a bad mood when they get there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're, you're not Ponte, a, Beach, Florida. Yeah, you're not You're not in a bad mood when you get – yeah, yeah, you're right. That's actually anytime, a good to look at it. Anytime people – I've lived in Ponte Vedra Beach. Now I live in technically St. Augustine, but I would tend to say that it's Nocatee area. It's all St. John's County, Florida, just south of Jacksonville. But living there for, you know, I've been here since 2008, since moving from uh, Norcross. It's like anytime people complain to me, I just think we live like so close to the beach. We get like 10 months a year of beautiful weather. We get like a month of winter, if that. It's in yeah. the 40s. It doesn't really get colder than that. So take your country club country club blues elsewhere. Because yeah. Yeah. You got it nice here, man. People yeah. just, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to complain about shit unless you got – Unless you course correct your own perspective, you yeah, know? yeah, start to realize like how good your own shit is. Yeah, you know? dude, that's hold on, hold on. Let me turn on. Let me. I'm in. Hold on. I'm. I'm gonna turn on the heater. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had the, I had a crazy teenage experience in there because I left Pius, and then went and was like, you know, I went to Norcross High School and people saw me in like fitted hats and jerseys and were like, uh oh, what's happened to Steve? You know what I mean? And it was like one of those things where it was. It was like actually, guys, this was me the whole time. Yeah, I'm just able to like let it out now because I'm not in private school. Yeah. I got to try to fit this mold of growing my hair out and being this like person I'm not. I mean, yeah. and granted, you know, even at Norcross, I was still kind of, kind of putting on a front, just figure, but I was a teenager, man. You know, it's like, you're figuring out who the hell you are. But, uh, but yeah, once I moved down to Florida, I realized I was like, shit, I don't know any people down here, man. I'm going to the beach like every day or as much as I can. Yeah. Nope. Oh, there's my, my ring doorbell and Alexa. All I've got like this smart house shit figured out. Yeah. It's yeah. so fucking annoying, man. Cause <laughs> she'll be like, there's motion at your front door. And I'm like, Oh, what did a leaf blow by? Thanks <laughs> ring. You're really protecting us. Nah, it's, it's good. I got, I got the Phillips smart lights. I got all this shit down here. I'm like loving, I love the automated stuff, but yeah. at the same time, there's definitely some, some flaws to it, but yeah. And being in Florida, you know, I, I came down here, I got a second chance at life pretty much. Cause I was a crazy troublemaker up there got here uh went to school for video and you know here i am now like i wish i was making more money who doesn't yeah, you know but at the yeah. same time i actually enjoy my work um have a great wife great house we just got in july expected to have a baby you know so my perspective is all positive at this point i think i i put myself through enough shit in the past to, to get down here and figure out that the fact i'm i'm still around still here and yeah not yeah. Just, not yeah. methed out or anything yeah or exactly some kind of drug because you know there's like this opioid crisis right now that's just insane. And uh, I was in on that a little bit at some point because I just had my own my own issues up in Georgia and getting down here was pretty much a godsend, you know, save yeah. me. So yeah, it's, it's awesome down here, man. And like I said, we're in the Sawgrass Marriott. You've got nothing but happy people typically, yeah. you know, and 
cool staff and yeah and i i lost my love of golf a while ago but who knows maybe i'll pick it back up maybe yeah. it'll be my my dad thing you know <laughs> i feel like some, i feel like you got golf shoes yeah crock of golf shoes and go out there and now yeah. yeah if you're gonna be a dad man i feel like that's like an automatic you got to get the mustache back yeah that's what i'm telling her i'm like once i teach the baby about the beard and mustache and stuff once i grow it once and baby loves it then i'm like you can't make me shave yeah. this well, like no, they just gotta be a dad yeah. you gotta get you gotta get some jean shorts you gotta get the mustache yeah, exactly. you gotta right. you gotta wear the shorts a little bit higher you gotta start talking in the shirt it's funny you just described like uh the jacksonville jaguar starting quarterback gardner Minshew in a t you know the guy's got a mustache he's got like the hippie hairdo he wears the jean shorts I've seen he's that. like the perfect he's like the perfect guy for this city man i I've, kid you not i've seen pictures i've seen memes of him on reddit and it's like it's like quarterback dad (laughs) he's like like folklore he's like a folk hero though now he's like a band like a hippie band yeah 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 i have seen pictures of him yeah legends of him will be as as solid as like john henry or um you know (laughs) very fin that kind of stuff one day (laughs) yeah man so yeah so i I just did i just did a podcast before this it's just funny because you're talking about you know being so grateful for everything and the guy the guy i just did a podcast with is some dude i talked to online He's in the Israeli special forces. Oh shit. He's talking about literally killing fucking ISIS members. Yeah. And, yeah. But the, he said the same. He's just like, I was like, man, if you could tell anyone anything, I was like, you know, you got the floor for the last couple minutes. Yeah. And that's what he said. He's like, be so grateful for everything. He's like, just be grateful. He's that's like, insane, man. Especially when you're like, when you're, when your life is on the line so much and you might not see the people you yeah, love ever again. What, you know what I mean? Like, that's what he was saying. And we were talking about, we were talking about, you know, being fucked up teenagers and just being stupid. Yeah. And he was saying that he's like, and this, he's as a, you know, as a Jewish guy. And he's saying like, that's why I feel for these terrorist groups. He's like, I mean, I, I got to kill them all. But he's like, yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like these guys. He's like, yeah, no, fuck him. That's what he said. He's like, no, right, blow them all right. up. But he was like, some of them, man, he's like, they're 16, 17, 18. He's like, they're just kids. He's like, Terrible. you know, he's like, we act stupid when we're teenagers and we get in trouble and our parents yell at us. He's like. These kids, they act stupid, but their stupid isn't growing their hair out or getting a tattoo. It's getting a mortar, and let's go attack Yeah, hey, Dude, no kidding. And it's crazy to think, like, and and that's, like, American kids. Then you could, like, go into subsections of that. Like, we're, we're lucky we grew up here because yeah. we didn't have that. But, you know, and not to get overly political or anything, and it's, like, not the case every time, but there's some places, you know, like, even here. It's, like, yeah. you don't get to be a kid. If you screw up as a kid, you might end up dead, you know? And that can be from breaking the law or just crossing the wrong people because you'd be walking to school in some areas and, and cross the wrong people. It have nothing mm-hmm. to do with, you know, some people want to blame police for everything. I'm not one of those. No, but, like, no, uh, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, it could be on both sides of the coin. Yeah. It's not going to be yes. one or the other. But, unfortunately... You, know, you don't even have to go too far, man. Just go south of the border, you know. We're Absolutely. not we're not too far from no, some crazy we're not. shit. It's it it and but the drive home point is like you just gotta be grateful. You just gotta be happy for what you have because that exactly. yeah, like like it's... um one of my one of my favorite um soccer players of all time who's most famous for headbutting somebody at the World Cup finals, Zidane. 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 Yeah, man, like he he has one of my favorite quotes of all time. I and mean, obviously I don't know if he's the first guy I ever say it, but he said, you know, when I was a kid my family couldn't afford football cleats, football boots. So I complained to my dad. I cried to my dad. I cried to my dad that I didn't have a pair of boots until I met a man who didn't have feet. Oh, geez. so you know it like hits. It like hits you right away. And I, I taught. I, 
in between working at Channel 4 here in Jacksonville and going into AV, I actually taught middle school. I went to substitute teaching because I was mentally all kinds of fucked up from working in the news. And I was depressed, anxiety, which I think is just like a lot of genetic stuff, but also my own experiences. And uh, after working in the news for almost two years, I was in a really dark place and um, got myself fired from Channel 4 for like talking off, mouthing off to somebody, telling them basically get the fuck out of my face. But like I was I was put on all kinds of medicine from these doctors who didn't really know. I don't think they knew how to deal with my problems. You know what I mean? And they were basically using me as what I would perceive as like not to rat out the doctor, but use the term a lab rat because they didn't know. So they're like, here, try this, try that, try this. Seven, eight weeks in, I'm back at work because I think that I should be there because I watched this TV show on HBO that kind of inspired me to go back to work. But it was way too soon for me. Like that that's just like an example of like mental health problems. Like you're like, it's like I was spreading conspiracy theories about myself in my own head. And then on top of that, I was like getting one over in moments. So like I could hear a song and all of a sudden feel like I can do anything. I'm going to be okay. And then the very next second could see or hear something else and feel like I'm absolute trash. But for the most part in the quiet times, it was like mostly me picking on me, but like in the worst way possible. And like, you know, just, just, just me a thousand times beating down on myself. So I left there and I get, um, commended from a couple of my buddies who I podcasted with before for this, because my initial thought was, I'm going to go into teaching because I didn't have like the, I didn't have a lot of role models as a kid. Like mm-hmm. my parents split up. So I knew how tough it was, tough I was on myself. I know how tough I can be on myself even as an adult. So maybe I can go teach sixth or seventh grade and help course correct some of these kids who are already going down the path I was going down mentally. You know what I mean? So I taught sixth grade and absolutely love it. Those kids are like, you know, mice. They're like, it's like the gateway between being a little kid and being like a teenager. Yeah. At sixth grade year, a transition year, which, after seeing like I would change everything I could about the education system now and grades and the way things are because sixth graders shouldn't be in the same school as eighth graders in my opinion like me personally like I just after teaching for two years I was like man these kids come in here like so nice and then they're putting a it's like going to prison probably you know what I mean like you could be a tax evader and go to prison and come out like some some stark raving mad criminal yeah. who's hungry to kill people yeah. you know, or something crazy yeah and it's like I just see that in so many of these sixth grade kids by the time they got to eighth grade, you know, they were just, and you're going to grow and you're going to change. But I just felt like their childhood ended in sixth grade, yeah. you know, and you could see it because of what they were surrounded with. Yeah. But I jumped into that man, did that, absolutely loved it for a little while, and then ta- got offered full time as a seventh grade teacher. And I used to, my joke used to be, you know, if ISIS ever needs to recruit, they could come into middle schools in the USA because their seventh graders probably ready to join because they're all crazy man yeah well, no but it's like puberty it's like i'm i was the same way man like i was the same way at, at ola yeah you know what I mean? like i was a little animal like wanting to pick on kids and all kinds of shit and just, i don't want to blame my yeah. home life for that yeah. too much but sometimes i think it's just in our in our will you know to grow just, we want to you just dominate wanna, yeah when you're young it's like i'm the best i want to prove i'm better than you you're you first know? getting so like you're first it. getting like the fuel of like being a man yeah but without like the without the brain to be like it's not the time and place to use it like we still have these like animal roots but when you get older you're like but we're not in the jungle anymore we're in society yeah, put, in middle school nine to five pants and go it, to work it, but in middle school you get that first you know those first like you know you have like your first temper tantrum or you first yeah, like, or something like that where you, you really get pissed at where somebody. you start you can like build muscle and you're playing sports yeah, and all of a sudden exactly. it's just like it's like a superpower and if god forbid if your friends haven't hit puberty yet because fuck them they're in your way 
It's you just, can fuck them up, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what I was you. doing. I get nowadays though, you gotta be careful because like, and I'm a huge fan of it, like um, MMA and like yeah. jujitsu and all these different sports have become so huge in the mainstream that now, and I mean, I'm having a daughter, she's gonna learn self-defense, obviously not when she's two or three, but she'll be doing gymnastics, things like that, I hope she's interested in, and then get it into, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or Taekwondo, something, um, Krav Maga, there's so many things you could do where they, uh, you know, with, for self-defense without ever having to compete or fight people yeah. or like prove yourself. And I think it also helps teach discipline. But I had this one kid, man, like I, I, he had a, he had this kid that I didn't even know this kid was gay. Like, I guess this kid's gay. This one kid was gay and he'd always hit on He'd always like try to flirt with this other boy. And this other boy, I didn't know had trained like MMA. Oh geez. And so, you know, like he's dropping f bombs both f bombs on this kid like you yeah yeah, yeah get yeah. away from me i don't want to talk like i'm gonna you up you yeah. know this and that and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. and this is when like i find out this i i kind of known he'd done mma because he briefly mentioned it but we never gone into it so i started talking i was like you gotta be more disciplined than that you come from this background you can't hurt people because you're trained to like yeah. you only need those skills really to survive like if yeah. it comes to that point it should never be your initial instinct and i tried to tell him this because this was something i could relate to man like and I could tell you four or five stories of when gay people in my life hit on me and I responded the wrong way. Yeah. Well, fortunately for me, when I was like 22, 23, maybe even a little bit older, I just was like, why am I getting so mad about somebody like hitting on me? You yeah. know, unless they invade my space to a point where I'm extremely uncomfortable, yeah. be flattered, be like, hey, you know, you're gonna get older, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get fat, dude. So now like yeah. I go to a bar and like I have gay people like, I had a gay guy like buy me a drink one. I'm like, thanks, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I've, I've been I've been hit on by gay guys. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, just it's like no it. thank you, but you're like, flattered yeah Charmed. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm cool but like you know it doesn't mean i stand up a little straighter i'm like i'm like okay yeah, i'm like, I'm like, like Sorry, okay no. like not no, me but, but you're but yeah you're like you know but you know there's that whole stigma especially when we were kids yeah, like the time the time period in which we grew up and you're probably at like i'd like to think you're at the very end of it because your brothers all your older brothers ages you know what i mean like and stuff like that so but like you know it was a normal thing for people to call each other gay and this and that back yeah. then and not mean like like it, of course it, i think it did have a connotation in which it meant like you're weaker or you're not as yeah. alpha or so to speak yeah but at the same time it was never like you know it was never sexually it, oriented no it was no just, it wasn't like looking at gay people specifically no, be no. like you're gay yeah. like it was no, man, it was like joe it was like it's like you know it's like the r word you know yeah, what I mean? exactly like, exactly and it's it's like i'm not trying to you know not trying to hurt anyone I, yeah, yeah hurt you but it was like just a casual word you use with friends yeah it, you, it doesn't you, but i could see how hurt. yeah that that's yeah. that's kind of how i it's crazy yeah that's kind of how i am now i'm like you know for a couple years i was like i can't stand that everyone's soft and that they get upset at these words yeah, but then yeah, I've, right. i finally realized i'm like you know, like, I think I'm allowed to say them, but I'm like, how much do I really care? And is it is it really, if it's actually truly upsetting someone, like, I think I should still have the right to say it. But yeah, I I'll, I can go out of my way to try not to say it. And it's like, what kind of benefit do you really get from using it? The problem is, like, reconditioning people. Like, yeah. it's not impossible. But, you know, when you've been indoctrinated into society where you're, like, I see this with a friend of mine. He's like 37, 38. And he's from like a Latin background, so like machismo, this like men are men, mm -hmm. women are women, men mm -hmm. protect women. Yeah. But we don't live in this world anymore, you know, no. it's past us by. So like you you see people like that and people who are younger than me, I work with a lot of people who are like 24, 25, I'm 31. I'm 20. Um, they see that as super outdated, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like they look at it and they're like, what's wrong with this? What's, person? Like, what's this? Get over, grow up, like what's get over this, this yeah. and that. And, and at the same time, I have my days where I get back in my old ways of being, oh God, yeah. like I'm a man. cut me off. I'm yeah, a I'm a man. Yeah. You know, I'm a man, I gotta prove myself. But then other days, you know, I it hits me real hard. I'm like, I'm just a meat sack on a floating rock that's going through outer Dude, space, you yeah, know. And finite you know, time here. It's I read this story called The Egg by Andy Weir. I've read um, that. It's unbelievable. It's, it's a great story. Amazing. I recommend it to anybody it's and everybody. It's um, it's the first time you read it, if it doesn't like blow your freaking entire perception of the universe and the world and God and religion, yeah. and all these things up, then then you know, I, I think you should read it again because it's it's, it's absolutely incredible and perception changing, you know. Well, yeah. Am I, was I Hitler? Yes. In the six million Jews yeah. he killed. Was I, you know, it's like, was I whatever? I don't remember. I, I read it once, but it was like, was I Michael Jordan? And it's like, yes. And the person he dunked over. Yeah, yeah, it, right. it, but you're, like, you're everyone. You're everyone. Hey, everyone. So are you going to treat people differently once you get that uh, mindset? You know, that yeah. the person the person that you're flicking off in traffic is actually you at some point, you know, yeah. like in a sense, that's how I see it. So it's like, you know, even even which what I would consider is like the on top of that, like opioid crisis, the other biggest tragedy in our country right now, especially, and they both kind of feed into each other is homelessness. Yeah. You know, like, man, and it was tough, like, especially like working at Channel 4, like, because like, honestly, my time as a news photographer, I felt, and I had to, I got therapy for this. I was like, you know, that's another thing we used to have a stigma about is the mental health thing, like getting mm -hmm. therapy, seeking help. Now I, I don't care, like, you know, you openly talk about it with people because you yeah. never know who you might. I wish I could go to one more regularly now. Um, I just kind of, I was like costs, you know, and all mm -hmm. these things. That's another thing. It's like tragic in this country. It's like the cost of seeing therapists and shit. If you don't have the right kind of insurance or this and that, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. But when she asked me once, you know, how do you feel about your job? My initial reaction as a news frogger was, I'm a vulture. I basically circle this city. I drive around in a Ford Escape or a big news truck waiting yeah. for bad things it's, to happen it, it so that I can leave. swoop in and feed and feed off of it. And get, so and get, can, and get your goodies. And get, your, and get my goodies. And, because and I got to like, feed knew, my family. Yeah, it's... I knew going into news, man, that, like, there's agendas and that the media is... It's, is not what we think it is at least anymore you know unfortunately i don't know if it ever was truly but i have yeah. to believe that it was because there were people like you know uh walter cronkite, walter cronkite. On TV, like one guy giving everybody the same information but now news has been so commoditized it's, you type in the same thing you type the you one thing in google and you see a different thousand different stories about it bing it's the same. so yeah so who's gonna be the one who's paying the most who's got the most advertising who's yeah. gonna get theirs pushed to the top you know yeah. even google's admitted to being involved in all kinds of things you yeah. know facebook too it's it's bad man so like working in news i realized so much so soon and then i realized i'm just pushing somebody's agenda yeah i could go to a i could go to an anti-trump rally and this was this is why like I put up this argument when people are super anti-Trump and his supporters, and I'm like, well, in my experiences, you know, I, I get sent to an anti-Trump rally, and I talk to four people who are anti-Trump, and they'd all say the same things relatively, and I'd be like, okay, that's a good soundbite, that's a good soundbite. I got three super solid anti-Trump soundbites. Then I, of course, am looking for the one person who's there, if there even was one, who's pro-Trump, because there's always the opposition. Yeah. And in my opinion, and this is just what I was taught surprisingly at a university, you know, and my understanding of it. Is that when you're doing that kind of job in journalism, you need to tell both sides of the story. So that's why it's important to find that other person. That's why I always tell people if you watch, you know, CNN, don't exclusively watch Flip, CNN. Watch, watch some Fox News every once in a while. I know it, it won't kill you. Yeah. Might not enjoy it, but, but create a balance for yourself because the world that we live in isn't going to just give you that balance. Yeah. 
especially with who's in control of all the media. You know, 50 years ago, there were, what, 35 channels. Those 35 yeah. channels were owned by 35 different companies. Now, now you got 7,000 channels owned by four different oh, it's companies. Four? I thought it was six. Or, it's probably six. It probably, I'm just, yeah, it, you know, no, just it's like, bullshit because I know what you're talking I'm not about. I'm trying to be, an, say I'm an expert on anything, you know, and just give you my understanding and what I've picked up through the years. And like my news director at Channel 4, I won't name her, obviously, but she clearly had an agenda. And yeah. I don't know if it was her agenda or if it was or an someone agenda above hers. Because just like in my opinion, in this country and the way government works is how most companies work is, you know, you might meet, if you're lucky enough, the president of the company, you more than likely will meet, um, you know, maybe uh, a manager or you definitely meet, you know, an assistant manager or something at that point. But when will you ever meet the CEO? Yeah. How many people are really going to meet the CEO? And basically, you know, the president of the country is basically the president of the company. Yeah. But you might not ever see the guy who's or the woman or whoever is really at the top. Yeah. And, and just like that, you know, I realized um, two years in, a little under two years, I guess it was more like 21, 22 months. Doing that job feels like it aged me, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Because, um, like, it's 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 nonstop, you know, like, and so I, like I said, I, was, see, I get off track, man. I was at the Trump rally. I interview all four of those people. I find the one pro-Trump guy, I talk to him, and before I can even ask my first question, I just got the person's name, you know, their stuff, so I can, because you always ask somebody, tell me your name, spell it for me on camera, so that it's not me just trying to remember the shit or write it down, lose the piece of paper, then we don't, we have that information, we know how to spell their name, we know who they are. Um, talked to this one guy, I can't remember his name, but he was always, he's the biggest, like, Trump supporter, he moved from Chicago to Jacksonville to literally just, like, get away from all the Chicago BS, yeah. and on top of that, he was he was hilarious in my opinion like just because he'd get these people wound up and i didn't vote 2016 other yeah. than local yeah i didn't vote because i was working for the news man i yeah. probably won't vote this year either just yeah. because i think it's bullshit anyways yeah but i uh didn't vote because i'm like i'm working for the news who am i if i'm supposed to be a journalist middle of the road and i'm out there voting for president i get it, it's my right yeah but at the same time i chose this career i chose a profession meanwhile you got people in the newsroom arguing about politics i'm like who the fuck are you to be giving people the information when your biases is, is going to leak into this? You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's going to show, or at least it's going to be a part of the writing and a part of the things that you decide to include. Yeah. It's, um, I agree so I, I, news is messed up, man. But like, I'd be trying to interview the pro Trump guy. Sorry. I'm, I'm telling Dude, the story. There's I'm no, there's no topic. There's nothing. Just fucking go. To interview this, go. <laughs> try to interview this pro Trump guy. And what happens? like two or three of the anti-Trump people come over and interrupt me. They don't put their hands on me or anything. They interrupt me. What are you doing interviewing this guy? I thought you were here for our rally. Like you shouldn't be talking to him. I'm like, folks, 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 I have to tell both sides of the story. I'm, it's, I'm, and they're like, he's an asshole. Fuck this guy. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you're making yourself look insane. Yeah. And yeah. this happened. So that happened to me at every anti-Trump protest I went to, but none of the pro-Trump protests whatever happened that never happened it's my own experiences obviously yeah. Yeah. So i'm not trying to say that's definitive yeah definitive day buddy but you know it's like you go to the pro-trump rally I interview the three pro-trump people and then the one anti-trump people and those people would never interrupt it was just my experience but it's yeah. like man they didn't interrupt they didn't crazy of course on tv it doesn't look that way yeah especially with mainstream news channels but i think they are obviously pushing some agenda and i think we were proving that and outside of political coverage the anderson cooper thing during the storm coverage where he was like standing in a puddle <laughs> yeah i'm like that's crazy but that is so typical of the news yeah. and i've been trying to tell people this 
we would we had flooding and say flooding in St. Augustine that we're supposed to be reporting on. We couldn't find any. Yeah. They said, "Well, find the deepest puddle you can find and splash around in it while you're live on TV." I said, "This is the fakest bullshit yeah. I've ever heard of in my life." Yeah, I was you gonna, know? I was, but just yeah to inter- to interject, I was gonna say, and it's you know you're saying you never see that at the pro Trump rally, but even now, like what you and I are saying, like agreeing with that, like I, I tell all my guests, I definitely lean more right. And as you say, you know, pro-Trump rally, that never happens. I'm, I'm noticing that there's no part of me that wants to, you know, jump in and say, but that's just what you've seen. Because it's like, those yeah, exactly. are my biases. So I'm like, yeah, let's let yeah, that exactly, slide. Man. So now I'm, tra- I'm trying to jump on it and be like, but this is, an, is it in itself a bias. This is just what yeah, you've right. seen and I'm From agreeing with it. perspective. So um, like, I'm, I'm trying to just observe it more and just be it's like. It's almost impossible for, I think, people not to have some sort of, some yeah, form of bias. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, because like, we're all such different in our own experiences and perception. Although we all bleed the same, have the same physical structure, anatomy, whatever you want to say, um, you know, my experiences are so much different. I personally, this is going to sound like shit to a lot of people, I'm sure. I personally love playing devil's advocate. No, like dude, I, even I during, love it. I even love during it. the Obama years, like my mom is a hardcore conservative. Like I finally got her off the Fox News trip. Just recently, she still watches her Fox and Friends. Yeah. I don't care. She understands that that's entertainment yeah. and not news. Yeah. If you can separate what is what from each other, then you can probably figure it out for yourself that what I watch on this channel shouldn't be the reporting, so yeah. to speak, because I know, you know, you never know. So you got to try to figure it out for yourself. But I don't mind if she watch Fox and Friends. I don't care. But, you know, she, during the Obama years, that was eight years of her sometimes making good arguments and other times what I would perceive to be some of the dumbest fucking arguments I've ever heard in my life. So I'd have to stand there and be like, you keep setting it up. I'll knock it down because I'm going to throw things at you, you know, that you're going to completely disagree with, you know, like, um, just like, you know, uh, I I know what you're saying. I, I you know what I'm talking about. Like, especially like, I feel like during the Obama years, it was pretty pro marijuana in the country, like from a federal level. Right. Like, so my mom's totally anti-marijuana. So so, you know, there was one time where I was like, wouldn't it just be better if it was just like legal? Like me personally, that's how I feel. I'm like, wouldn't it be better if it was just legal? But the problem is if it was legal, I could grow it in my backyard and the government wouldn't be able to tax me for it. Yeah. That's the real issue with it. Yeah. They don't care don't... about what it actually does no, because it's... it's full of shit if you think that it's like just because I smoke a joint, I'm all of a sudden going to go do cocaine or heroin yeah. Yeah. or whatever else. Um, I'll tell you the truth. Most of the time I ever did drugs was because of alcohol. Yeah. First, like me, it wasn't because I was just high. It was because I was a little drunk or something, you know, so that's it for me but like she said to me well would this country be i use that voice for my mom she doesn't sound like that yeah exactly again <laughs> but like, our, our biases like, our biases we we when we when we impersonate the person with the other argument yeah, exactly. we immediately that's, oh, how you, oh, that's how you can tell like if this person's able to tell uh, exactly. the story down the middle exactly. of the road or not but exactly with her she's like well would it be better if there were a bunch of cheech and chongs walking around you know and me personally, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how to respond to that because that's, I was like, I looked at her and I said, you always take that's what I say archetype. to the extreme. Yeah, that's such an like, archetype. That, that, like, because that's all you can think of. I told my friend this and he came up with the best response in my opinion. He said, you should have looked at your mom and said, yeah, it'd be really terrible if the country was full of entrepreneurs who have made millions of dollars off their passion and really entertained people and made them laugh and feel good about themselves. That'd yeah. be just awful. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I do that a lot, though, man. Like, I'll argue for the, for the sake of just being like, I think this person is closed-minded on something, and I'd like to help and help maybe myself even get a better perspective of it, but help them see it from the other side, yeah. too, you know? It's like yeah. with race, too. Like, I have friends who bring up race, like, with people, and you got to remind them, like, but you don't see it from this way. You know, yeah. you don't see it from this perspective. So yeah. 
it's impossible for you to have an opinion on this that's any any way reflective of what those people or that person that group those individuals are feeling you know because obviously every major group is going to be full of individuals who don't necessarily all think the same either yeah you know it's like politics man you've got somebody who uh is a democrat like i'll just use andrew yang as an example because he's kind of been he didn't qualify for the debates and i was like look at the democratic party just shoot themselves in the foot Oh, by, yeah. getting, by getting rid of the people who actually were building momentum and not the ones that just been for the long. Yeah, yeah. it could have potentially been really good it's candidates. Like, it's like, again, like I'm more of a, I'm definitely more right leaning, but I mean, I'm always the first to say, I'm like, Bernie could have beat Trump. Like, yeah. that's not what I wanted, but I mean, Jesus, anyone with a brain. Yeah, oh, in 2016. 2016 Bernie yeah, could have exactly, absolutely. Man, he could have exactly. absolutely. Right well, now. I worked that election. You know, I think that I worked that election. I was at, I always say his name's Patrick Wilson. I don't remember the guy's name at this point. He ran against Rubio here. And I heard actor, the actor from uh, Watchmen, I think his name Patrick Wilson, too, okay. plays Night Owl. Like, there's, I, I don't know if the guy's <laughs> name's Patrick Wilson. I don't think it is. I know his first name's Patrick. Okay, fuck it. We'll that's go with Pat. We'll tell. go yeah. with <laughs> Oh, Patty. He, no, um, Patty. He had a big rally in West Palm Beach or Palm Beach Gardens, and I was down there. So election night 2016, I'm at Democrat headquarters. So when they started announcing, like, Trump's won Ohio. And I, wa- I was like, as somebody who didn't vote, who was middle of the road pretty much the whole time, just like, that dude needs to get off Twitter. That lady's about to fall down. I don't know if I want to vote for either of them because, like, either way, like, yeah. people say that, you know, I loved it on this new show, The Witcher, when they said, like, you know, you got to choose the lesser of two evils. And he basically tells them, like, if I'm choosing between evil, I'd rather not choose. Yeah. You know, and obviously some people say not making a choice is a choice in well, itself. It, it is. It, and I, I align myself with that thinking, though, like, if you're going to put two people in front of me and I can't support either of them, then then I'd be lying to myself to just vote for the sake of vote. I don't think that's right either. You know what I mean? Like, believe in something and actually stand by it. And if in that situation, mine was I can't believe in either of them. And I'm honestly not really terribly impressed with any of them. Yeah. I'm not going to freaking vote. So, yeah. you know, that's where I was in 2016. But watching all these people melt down as if literally NASA had just announced that the asteroid, we, that we, not even Bruce Willis could stop, is on its way. <laughs> I would, then I would be like, yeah, let's cry about let's, this let's shit. Freak, but yeah. somebody getting elected president, but it, it's so, this happens every, every four to eight years. Somebody, so your guy was president for eight years and you love that guy. And now this guy's going to come in and change a whole bunch of shit. Well, guess it's, what? It's, four years after he's done, somebody else will come in and change all that shit back to the way it was going. And it just, it's, so it's funny. a seesaw, man. It's, it's so like this, funny because problems. When, when Obama was elected, and it's it just, again, like just look, backing out from and looking at it and unbiased. It's so funny because when he was elected, every conservative thought it was the end of the country. And then it flips. And now every liberal thinks the end. Of the, and guess what? Trump's probably going to win again, and then guess what? After him, and I'm just looking at patterns of presidents, not even my bias. I'm just, I'm just going, okay, not Bush, not Bush Senior, but you go, Reagan, uh, Clinton, Bush, Obama. I'm just looking, literally just looking at like eight, 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 eight. So that's, I just yeah. think it's going to be, and then after him, it's going to go back to the other side, and everyone on the right's going to think that it's the end of the country. And like you said, and the rare like occasion you, you get like Bush Senior who got in there for four, four years, yeah. but then tipped the tide so far. That like it was an easy win for Clinton, yeah. You know, and and how many presidents? Jimmy Carter, I guess, because he only had a four-year uh-huh. term. He only had, but like Bush Senior did as well, you know. So like, you gotta. I feel like you gotta. Something's gotta happen where there's a shift where where um, and you can usually see it almost. You know what I mean? Like like the scales are tipped, and now the opposition's favor. Yeah. You know, for Obama, it might have been the Iran deal. Um, 
It could have it could have been the whole you know there was so much going on. Dude, that presidency I, was so filled with what I would yeah. consider just drama, you know, yeah. drama. But I feel so like yeah, it'll I, come back. I feel like it's almost it's almost good though, despite yeah, all yeah, the insanity. Well, it's probably almost good that it's eight one way, eight the other, because it's like you can never go too far off the average. So you say it's good, and like obviously the the conspiracy craziness inside me goes yeah it's really good for the new world order yeah that's yeah it's, what the it's, hell they want they the want guys, that balance the as long as they keep but but during all this time there's like it's what i would consider let's say uh it's like minor chaos like like don't get me wrong all these tragedies you know hands up don't shoot black lives matter all that stuff but it's a way to divide us yes and as long as they keep us division divided through this like what we think is like chaos is ensuing in the country you know and all this it's Follow it's crazy. Us. The we LGBTQ, can guide you. All I can't even remember all the letters in that stuff. Sometimes you know what I mean. But like LGBTQRSWXYZ. Yeah, yeah. well, now I know my ABCs. All that tries to divide us. But like I, uh, I on a personal level, man, like don't care what other people do. Leave me alone. If I want to smoke weed in my house, at my house, like leave me alone. Have if you, I want to, you know, you if I'm that? not hurting you or hurting anyone else, hurting my spouse, hurting my children. Uh, not, you know, I mean, I'm not even hurting the ozone layer. Yeah. I'm not doing anything to anyone. Leave me alone. You know, if you want to go, uh, you know, have gay fornication, whatever you want to do, fine. man, it's I like, don't care what you want to like, do. Have you seen that sticker where it's like my political views? I think gay couples should be able to protect their I should I think gay couples should be able to use guns to protect their marijuana plants. Yeah, exactly. It, That's boom, I'm just perfect. Like, Whatever you have to do, Keep but talking. now I use this all the time in um in entertainment now, where they try to force stuff into places where it shouldn't exist. You get like you know I don't care if there's a lesbian kiss in Star Wars, but what purpose does it serve for the story? Too bad your story still stunk. You didn't need that to try to make it better. You shouldn't be focusing on your agenda so much, you know. But me personally, I I I notice that stuff and I hate it so. I'd rather not be there at all, unless it's natural. Make it organic, you know. If it's an organic, gay or lesbian love story, then fantastic. But if not, don't force it down our throats. Yeah, I uh, I had to pause for a second. I've been getting like my phone's getting getting blown up with this Kobe Bryant stuff. Oh man. yeah, apparently, shit. Apparently his daughter was on board. Oh no. One of his daughters. I don't know which daughter, but it was Gianna Marie Maria. I hope it's. I, I wish it was none of them, but you know, it's, one of them I know all, was all the like pa- uh, all the passengers are dead. Yeah, and one of them, one of his daughters was like a uh, uh, upcoming like basketball player in her <sighs> high school and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just gonna be devastating for so many <sighs> different communities beyond just like the NBA and stuff like that. But like the fans who grew up watching that guy, like I was telling my friend, I, I was like, my... I rooted against him every time he played Celtics. because of how he was so good. He was so he's a Tom Brady. Make these shots. Just yeah, and you wouldn't expect him to hit these shots. You wouldn't expect him to just have that, him. like, killer, you know, want the ball in his hands. But so he, frustrating to watch him play and beat all of my, you know, yeah. my, my mom's from Indiana. So I wanted the Pacers to win the NBA championship when they played them, I think, twice and lost yeah. both times. You know, Jason Kidd, yeah. uh, Allen Iverson. There's so many guys who got denied because yeah. of Kobe and Shaq and Kobe then later on. But I thought he would coach the Lakers one day. I thought he would. I thought he would coach Team USA one day because of his international, you know, yeah. renown. Like, so it's just such a, a such a sudden shock, man. But it's, God, uh, it's just, and that's I don't even want you know. It's it's that's that's a whole other thing. I was mentioning though before we walked away, like um, 
I was at my brother's bachelor party in Savannah one year. A guy walked up to me and our other friend and said, hey, can I smoke here? Do you guys care? We said, no, we don't care. And he pulled out a crack pipe and hit it right in front of us in Savannah on a bench. I'm like smoking a cigarette. I thought he meant a cigarette. Excellent. I thought he meant anything but a crack pipe. And he had a crack pipe. That's the one time, like, if you do that around me, I'm like, no, I don't want that shit no. in my face. Yeah. My life. There should be a crack then, though, that if you really that like, if you really want to, you should be free go to go do it. smoke your crack in the den. But the moment you leave there, if you break the law, you can get hit twice as hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should the same be with, like, But it's the same with alcohol. It's like, in, don't drink exactly. outside, but you can smoke your crack, but just don't do it outside. It's... You can yeah, shoot your right. heroin. Don't just don't do it outside. Doing. It's just the moment you risk harming other people too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of things. I just don't think that there should be so much control over what we do, no, like I to think, ourselves in privacy. I think we but, should be able to do whatever we want in our own homes as long as we don't. It's like what Bill Hicks said. He's like, "What what business of is it of hmm. yours if I what what I put in my body, what I who I have sex with, what I do in my free time? And if you're having a moral dilemma answering that question, let me answer it for you." None of your fucking business. So take that to right. the bank, cash it, and take a vacation out of my fucking life. That guy's somebody I just discovered recently. Bill Hicks. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what a fucking legend. Like, because oh I never God, yeah. dive too deep into like the the old heads, you know, like yeah. the older guys from even late early well, '90s, late '80s. So I I discovered him <laughs> reading one of his reading one of his quotes. It was today, a young man on acid realized that we are all one consciousness, experiencing itself subjectively. Uh, there is no such thing as death. Life is but a dream, and we are the imaginations of ourselves. I was reading that quote, and I was like, who is this guy? I looked him yeah. up, Bill Hicks. I'm like, oh, that's a cool... Oh, he's dead. I'm like, oh, this was back in 2011. Yeah. So I'm looking up. I'm a comedian. This is, when I, this is when I went to Valdosta State University. I was in a frat house in my room reading it. Yeah. And I looked it I up. I you went to Valdosta yeah. State. I, 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 look, I, look, I looked up, and Bill Hicks, born and raised in Valdosta. How like, about that? I yeah, like, I knew he was from Georgia. I, I was didn't like, know Valdosta. I was like, that's crazy. But, yeah, what are the odds? It, yeah. is, it is strange. He died where I lived in happens. Arkansas. <laughs> it's, that is very, that's even more of like a weird coincidence. Yeah. My birthday is 9-11. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, yeah that's, that's fucking crazy. Dude, it fucked me up for life just yeah. like because like uh, that in particular. But coincidences are can be very eerie sometimes. You know yes. what I mean? Like very strange. Like, I mean, I have it happen all the time and I'll just think like this is something that's supposed to happen. You know, and like that then gets you on the thought of like fate or destiny, yeah. like are things predetermined or maybe I've lived this life a thousand yeah, times yeah, over already, just, you know, like here to learn a lesson or something. It's, yeah, exactly. Just this time around, you're only here to learn one thing. Yeah. Who knows, man? I, I don't I don't that like might, close my mind on it. My problem that I was might be it. mention keep talking, I gotta turn the fan on. Oh wait, what? I said keep talking, I gotta turn the fan on. Apparently Oh yeah, no worries. Apparently I can't regulate my body temperature. I want the heat on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I got the window open. It's probably 60s here, but it's kind of yeah. nice. I just leave the nest on eco mode. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. let open the door, and it's pretty chill. Um, but I have my yeah. big issue nowadays with um, people. Hold on, go, like, go, go, hey, go to what you're saying. The the yeah, live your life the way you yeah. want. But my problem is with all these big media conglomerates. Disney is so guilty of it. Is like forcing shit on people. Yeah, you know, it's like this newest Star Wars. Like they put a lesbian kiss at the end of the movie. What purpose did it really serve for the story? Political Zero. Brownie, no, yeah, brownie it serves nothing. And the worst thing to me about Disney and why they, it's like a sellout thing anyways is because then when they take the movie to another country, they remove that scene. Yeah. So it's like pushing this agenda here, and it's like, what do you got to force Star Wars fans to accept LGBT? Have you, you, know, whatever have you seen like, those like Time magazine where it's like the cover of Time in every other country and then America? America will be like some stupid like – Oh you yeah, know, did this They'll, celebrity I cheat? Saw the outfit thing, yeah. And then every it's, every other fucking country is like, 
it's legitimate news. It's like, you know, covering like the uprisings in name your country. Right. right. It's but like Amer- Kanye West. Yeah, America. Kanye. It's like, oh no. Like, it's just, you're right. It's, well, they've got us figured out, man. It's a science. You know what they, I mean? They, they, it's, it's, they've got it. They and even at the local it. news level, you go on, I, I figured this out when I worked for them. I go on the website, the local website to check out my story. I want to watch the video. Let me find the video, the news piece we did, my live shot. Did it look good? You yeah. know, this or that. And I'd look at the advertisers on there and I'd be like, oh, wow. And it just hit me. I'd be like, why is all the advertisement like insurance companies? And then I just kind of realized like. I'm covering well, catastrophes. I'm covering well, what are they disaster. talking about? You get uh, tonight. Car, car crash. Triple car crash. Eight dead. You know, here's your car insurance. Kobe Bryant. House, helicopter house crash. Burnout, helicopter crash. House, life insurance. You know what I'm saying? House insurance. Like Jeff- all this different shit. And. And then on top of that, when you have like managers, you know, telling you when there's there's a shooting in an area, it's a low poverty. Make sure you don't interview any white people. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. You get what the right, really dude, telling you, man, it gets I'm, like super by the political. Way, that noise. That wasn't me pissing. I was pouring water into my cup. I, I realized <laughs> it sounded like it. And I was like, oh, shit. No, but yeah, it's saying? just wild, though, man. Don't like, interview white people. And that, well, like, you know, you to keep, no, to keep the through. image. Yeah. But yeah, to keep just... an image, you give a certain perspective. You know, you want people to feel a certain way when they watch these stories, but it's not always what's really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, as the guy who's like camera on, camera off, doesn't matter. I'm there. I saw some really fucking crazy shit. Like my first like major story ever was uh, the Pulse nightclub studio. Pulse, okay, well, I was gonna say let's talk till four thirty. Fuck that. The person that was supposed to do a later podcast has completely ghosted me so fuck that i'm down to keep talking if you are yeah, and i would I always come back for more man i like these kind of conversations go, go. Well, let's keep going pulse yeah, light well, go. so i worked at Ch- i got hired full-time at channel four and then um basically got back from a trip to hawaii to see a friend i'd seen out there and within 10 days of being back from that trip pulse nightclub shooting happened in orlando sure. i went into the uh, lgbt yeah. nightclub lgbqt L- that's it lgbtq I keep no, no. i'm like all right and and shot it up, you know, if hundred and some people shot. 40, I came into work. Forty nine dead, yeah. It was like brand new uh to a full time position there. But so I was the Sunday morning guy, I come in and they're I'm second shift and they're like, Well, you shouldn't be going to Orlando, so don't worry. And I'm like, Great. And the next thing I know, I'm out about to get gas for the for the truck and they're like, Actually come back, get a Ford Escape, you're picking up this reporter, you're going to Orlando. I'm like, For how long? They're like we don't know yet. Just make sure you have a bag ready to go, clothes, uh, everything else. I'm like, well, I have to go by my house because I need my glasses. I need more contact lenses. Like, can't just leave now. So I picked the reporter up. We head down to Orlando. I mean, we're, uh, I think the shooting happened in like pretty close to 2 a.m. or so. We get down there about uh, noon. So less than 12 hours after all these 100 people have been shot there. They hadn't even pushed the like media tape, the tape, the caution tape back to police. So we could get pretty close. I mean, you could just kind of, I don't want to say smell it, but you could like kind of like something in the air. Some, you could, oh, was like, this is something really bad has happened. You know, like, and I, I did caught wind of what it was going on, but not like do, death do you numbers. Mean, do, do you mean that. like, do you mean like sense it in the air? Or do you mean like literal aroma? No, like literal aroma because like. Absolutely. No, that's like, one. That's like the first thing. Of like, and that's I'm just first... going to be totally blunt and vulgar, man. It's going to sound pretty gross. Like blood, shit. Like the kinds of yeah, no, down, hey, toxic things, you know, like that you don't want. I don't want to be insensitive either. No, though. no, it's it, no, it's a medical thing, dude. The first thing that happens is yeah, right. odor. That's, is odor. So, That's so biology. I'm there, so I'm there with a great, great one of my favorite reporters. But even you know, working together three days, Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, um, sixteen to eighteen hour days. We both got on each other's nerves for sure. sure. But I love this guy. He's still at Channel Four. He's an awesome guy. 
when we were there, uh, we ended up going live for like CNN several times. You know what I mean? Like, so local news, the, that shit excited me. I was always getting excited. Like, oh, oh, and then at one point or a while while I was doing that job, you know, not even just at Pulse, um, but throughout my time in Channel 4, like, I would be like, everybody be celebrating because we're going to get this awesome interview with some victims, family members, yeah. stuff like that. And then it would just like hit me so like, hard what? because there's... It feels like there's like several versions of me living inside of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it's I'm, like, like, and one of those is like, man, this is fucked up. While the others yeah. are like celebrating because, oh, hey, you're getting the story for this coverage. We're you're doing getting, our job. You're, you know? It's your job. It's your method of. I get it. It's, I could never get around that. Like personally, yeah. I know a lot of people who can and get numb to it, but like yeah. there are some things like I still have. Like, my, I came back from Pulse nightclub shooting. My mom like looked at me, and after doing like twenty or something interviews with people who'd lost somebody close to me, she was like, "You look like shell shocked." Like yeah. you almost like don't know how to address everything that you've just done yeah. over the last few days and can't figure out, you know, she didn't, she didn't really say all this at the time, but she said, I look shell shocked. And then we talked about it, you know, a year later and I was still like, I guess a year later. Yeah. I was still at channel four, but I was on like FMLA, which is like healthy. Cause I was like miserable yeah. and I had several people I worked with that made me miserable. And then on top of that, it was always like tragedies, man. You know what I mean? And anytime yeah. you're doing a happy story, you'd um, usually get called in the middle of that to go cover something terrible. You know, it'd be like, I'd be like at an elementary school where kids are learning the Pledge of Allegiance for the first time. And it's awesome. Yeah. And then and it's... All, they call me and they're like, hey, there's there's been a murder. You know, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you get into arguments with people because you might disagree with them. Because I can tell you all kinds of crazy ass stories about, you know, like domestic violence call. A guy had been arrested like 16, 17 times. And then finally, like the cops went to the house. He got called again. He's beating his wife, like always. And... Um, he, they tased him. He fought through the taser and they shot him and he died. And he's a black guy. So I have a friend who's like, that's un, that's police brutality. They didn't need to take it that far, you know? And I don't know, because my friend is also a black guy. I don't, I'm like, I don't know if he's saying that because he's sick of police brutality, against which, which we all should be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every single American should be sick of that because you don't have to be anti-police and anti-police brutality you can be pro-police and anti-police brutality you know what i'm saying like yeah you can be pro-military we, and anti we just get crime. forced into this black and white black and white when it's really you can live in the gray you don't yeah. have to be forced into one or the other but because we have two-party system it's, we have, it's, it's, it's well, kind of no, it's, well, it's what you said it's it's you know when you look <clears throat> it's like the guy i talked to before this the literal fucking special forces in israel yeah and he was and he was saying how he how he has friends that are Muslims and they'll, and he'd be like, you know, I'm Jewish. And I'd be like, they still invite me into their house. And he was like, yeah, you, man, you exactly. realize he was like, you realize it's like, dude, the vast majority of people are not, I mean, the overwhelming majority of people are not in this polarized <laughs> situation. Yeah. It's just, it's a very 100%. seductive news story. Well, it's like the rotten stigma that Muslims got after 9-11. You know yeah. what I mean? And then anytime, anytime, anywhere in the world that a Muslim did anything that could be, you know, perceived as, you know, evil or bad, well, then that's going to be pushed to the yeah. front to but remind it, people that there's this evil group of people. But if they were all bad, man, there's a billion of them. We'd all we'd be dead. Know. Yeah, it's like we'd the idea. We'd all be dead. It's like, like the idea. No it's like the idea. It's like every gun owner is a bad person. It's like, hey, there are 500 million guns in America. If every person with a gun was bad, you'd, you'd know. It makes for good TV. Exactly. And that's that's why we lost the Vietnam War, because people were expecting when they turned in for that to see the same things that they saw in World War II, which was a clear 
precise enemy nazi Hitler. america Hitler. bad here's the, here's the bad guy this is what they look like but it's instead not. of the vietnam war you had flip-flops and uh pants made out of freaking any material they could make you know what i'm saying like operation babies. rolling thunder it's, over it's, jungles it's yeah you know it's, and we're this mega giant so of course half the people watching on tv are going to say we're the bad guys not yeah, them yeah and, and 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 realistically it was just there's so many poor things that were handled back then and who are we because of our age you know at this time we can look at it from the aftermath 50 years later the historical 50 years perspective. 50 years that's why it's like it's like the hardest thing to do in your life and i can't remember who said this quote is to try to look at what's happening right now in today's society as if you're looking back a hundred years from now and ask yourself is what's going on right or is it wrong because a hundred years from now depending on what really happens because people always say the the victors write it you know yeah it's right history but with all the media evidence we'll be able to look back and tell you know what i mean like what were we doing you know it's like it's like locking all these people up i'm gonna get back to that i i I keep ranting man but locking all those people up for like marijuana shit and then the idea that it's going to be legal so are you going to let all these people out now like what what do you do about that we're going to look at that the same way we look at fucking at uh burning witches because yeah well exactly and alcohol prohibition look how silly that shit was hundred years ago exactly man so it's like and and you think about it you're like what did that really do like you just made criminals out of a bunch of people who weren't criminals like it's uh, yeah it's 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 one thing i always think of is like i think of like how do we look like you said how do we look at historically i so i look back at world war ii i look at korea like at vietnam look at the 80s whatever but then i think wait go back even farther because you're yeah. looking at that and that's still people are alive from that era i'm like no go back to like the 1500s like what really sticks out there's like a couple names in a couple events yeah exactly you got so like who's really going to be remembered exactly it's like we look at everyone we're like some presidents are more memorable than others no the reality is, is in 500 years you're going to remember like washington lincoln well and Obama, because he, he was the first black kid. But that's probably it. And out I'll, of play, 100... I'll play devil's advocate. The difference okay. is back then, in order to have even been documented as living, you had to be such an important person. True, now every true, dumb true. motherfucker in the world <laughs> has a goddamn cell phone. Yeah. This is a whole other thing I could talk about because you think people keep asking, like, when did people become so shitty? When did people become so shitty? And I, I can make argument for both. That people have always been shitty. People have always been shit. We've been, like you said, burning witches and, you know, treating people like shit, slaves forever, all this and that. Um, and that's a whole other thing because there's more slaves in the world right now than there ever, ever has been at any before. single point in history, which is insane. But we don't even address that on the mainstream. Yeah, but but my whole thing is like, you know, you've got all these dumb people doing all these things. And, and, and you know, in my opinion, just me, an argument I've made for years is. You know, the name of our phone, what's this kind of phone? An iPhone. What's the first letter of that? I, me, 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 me. Uh, Humanity from the earliest stages, all up until, you know, a bat of an eye just recently, everything was community-based. Everybody was a part of a community, you know, and there were nomads, but even they were communities moving around and shifting places. Rarely did you have individual groups of individuals actually living on their own at any point in history and now you know like you you don't you don't have to be neighborly at all you don't you can buy a house move in a house live there 50 years without ever meeting anybody because you don't need anything you don't have to go outside even i love tom segura he's one of my favorite comedians today he talks about how you know we're like five years away from you sitting in your bed and just like having a control of everything you wake up he leans up for you you hit a button amazon food yeah. a cheeseburger appears ow oh, shit have, have, you know have like you seen, all this it's, have you seen so, wally 
that that Disney movie, Wally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the exact thing. It's that's what yeah, we evolved to. So, we have these chairs that just. But hey, to be a devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. Yeah, I like it. You could say yes, okay, I, I, iPhone, but also for the first time ever, in that same time, you don't know your neighbors. I just did a podcast with a guy in Israel. Yeah, you have. When have you ever been able? It's almost like um, Hong Kong. We know about Hong Kong. It's like we know about never. So it's so we're we're, wind is the wind. It's a weird duality. Good begin does you know and the it's all gray. It's all gray. There isn't there isn't a good bad. It's this weird. Depends on the user, the personal you know whoever it is using it. I mean, it's a weird amalgamation of. There is no. But is it is it good for humanity as a whole to not depend on each other? You know, that's the thing. Maybe, because maybe, like, maybe it's good that maybe it's good that you can be your own person and not have to depend on. But it. can we? Because hear me out here. I okay. talked to one of the weathermen at Channel Four about this a couple years ago. <laughs> humanity, right now, individually, I think it's the weakest. We Probably. are the weakest beings we've ever been in history. Probably. Because, like, let's put it this way. If, if cell phone towers dropped out, if we had to survive a nuclear winter in order to preserve the species, what percentage of humanity is actually Zero. out there that knows how to filter water, that knows Zero. how to hunt and survive? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you think about that. Like, this was when The Revenant came out with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, think about the trappers who were in this country 200 years ago, almost to a T in terms of year. 1620. Or no, 1820. Think of 1820, like of what it was like. Hugh Glass living back then. If there's, if you don't catch, if you don't kill anything, you don't you, survive. You have no means of life. So like, you know, and, and then you think about these these civilizations, these Native American civilizations that existed here well beyond us. Yeah. You know and how long they survived, and it was because of their communities. Yeah. It's. And, you know, I'm all for capitalism stuff, but I can't help but think that's a big <clears throat> big thing that makes us so much more as individually. It's. Uh, you know, I, able to survive. I, don't I feel know, like, like we're, I feel like we're in like a weird transition where it's like, it's like you, it's like you're safe, it's like you're safe under the awning of the movie theater while it's raining. Yeah, exactly. But the car is where we need to get because we can go home. Right now, we're in this weird sprint to the car. Where technically, none of us know how to really hunt. None of us can fucking sew anything or fix anything. Yeah, right. But if we can get through this weird fucking transition and get to the car, we will be stronger than any civilization has ever been. Yeah, exactly. But we're in this weird middle ground where we might not make it. We don't. And like you said, there's this natural thing. And I think it goes for men and women, though. Like, And we've had it in us for so long. But now we're like this domesticated species uh more domesticated than ever before you know because now even people are like frowning upon hunters and things like that who do it the right way because of their own perception of what hunting is and i'm not a hunter but it's like if there's an overpopulation of deer or something yeah. and you want to go hunt and you're doing it all the right way then who the hell should stand yeah. no one should stand away because that's a human instinct almost yeah. like it's been passed down to us for generation to generation to generation because it lives all within of life our, like it is yeah. It's so, and I, I and I, part of me does think that the tenacity of humanity would survive no matter what. Like I think we survive no matter what, but it is probably, um, you know, it's almost too bad that uh, I, I would like to see more kids being taught ways to be self-sufficient that they don't depend on the TV, they don't depend on all this <laughs> other form of entertainment or whatever it is, because you know I think I'm a big proponent of like meditation. I don't do it enough. I meditate I mean, every single I probably, day. I probably do it a lot more than I give myself credit for, but I don't like sit down with the purpose to meditate. But when I am places and I have that, the moment of calm and I'm so deep into my own thought that I am right. meditating without even realizing it. Um, I've been doing it for 
been, seven, eight years now. I've been like, doing it since it's, I've been doing it since my senior year at Pius. It's so I'd like to help. I'd like to make sure, like at least my kids, like have the same. It's a weird you know, thing that we're not taught meditation. I think there's like a Buddhist quote where it's like if we yeah. taught if we taught every kid meditation, we'd you have could course correct. No, it was like we'd have world. Stuff. It's like we'd have world peace in two generations. Yeah, exactly. And that might be seem like a long time, especially from us who were like almost to what we would maybe consider our halfway point of existence, you know, which is wild to think about, man. Like, yeah, but, dude, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, whoo. I got it. You know, what's funny is I hit it all. I started it and then I went on a rant is I was telling about the guy who committed the domestic violence and got oh, shot. Yeah, sure. It's like this question of whether or not it was police brutality. And my whole point with that thing, 20 stories later, is that, uh, is that my argument for that was, so what do you want to happen? This is what I said to my friends. So what do you want to happen? Do you want the police to get called next time? But by the time they're actually there, she's already dead because that's what's proven statistically over domestic violence and yeah. relationships that over a certain period of time, eventually, if it it's happens, and it happens to them, somebody ends up dead. Yeah. And so whether he, now she at least has a chance, I believe to rehabilitate her life. I don't know what's going on. This was almost three years ago. So maybe she already has. But when you're stuck in a relationship like that, you know, it, it, it's insane. I get it. Your perception's all skewed. Just like what I would think my friend's perception was skewed because, you know, like he's looking at it from his own his own side of the story, you know, and with sure. all the police brutality stuff that had been going on, I didn't blame him one bit. Sure. But for me, it was this is life or death, but we're talking about the victim living. Yeah. Or the, no. you know, perpetrator. It's again. I got to shut this door real quick. Yeah, you're, no, you're good. This whole thing is like there's never a black or white it's no, this, and it's a weird not. it's it's almost it almost seems like the equation of society it's almost too big for any any of us to understand it seems like it yeah. has to be and I've, I've done this the last you did you watch do you watch you were listening to joe rogan yeah I've, I've slowly realized and this is part this is number 20 i've slowly realized that Joe Rogan always going on to chimps or DMT. I found that I've now found that mine is artificial intelligence. Every oh, yeah. every conversation it brings up, but it almost seems like we can't figure this out. We've been at the equation of figuring out a homogenous society since 10,000 BC. You know what? Oh, yeah. yeah, cuneiform. Sumer and that's just as far back as we have like documented. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? I, I'm. You've probably seen the ones with Graham Hancock. Fuck yes. Yeah, it's amazing. He's yes. like my favorite we, guest ever. With Graham Hancock and Randall Carson, <laughs> we could be even farther back. They think yeah, that the Sphinx could be what thirty-two thousand years. It could be even farther, yes. or fifty, or twenty-six and fifty-two. Those are the numbers. It's, I got to get his book still. Finger fingerprints of the gods. I like, got I'm, I got it on Audible. I need to listen to it. I've had yeah. it. He's but, brilliant. You can listen to him all day. Yeah. And, and Randall, Randall, Randall Carlson. Carlson, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's a match made in heaven. It's, man, it's. Well, they're just smart guys. You can tell they, they back up everything that they. Yeah. It's know, not, it's not, it's not, they, it's not normal conspiracy. It's not like me ranting about shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you and I are bullshit. No, yeah, dude, right. right at the beginning of uh, Fingerprints of the Gods, he talks about, like, he talks about how in 1948 we mapped the surface of Antarctica because we had the technology and the means to scan through the ice. It was the, it was, I think it was the British exp expeditionary force. It was 1948 or 1949. But what, so Graham Hancock found someone who had found, it was like a two degrees removed, but it was a map from 1512, but Antarctica was mapped. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
But Antarctica was still covered with ice then, and they did not have the technology to look through two miles of ice. It's sonar. Yeah. So it only makes sense that the only way that that and it's mapped perfectly, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Right. No. Yeah. So the only way it could be mapped is if that map. So it turns out that that map was copied from a map, and it's it happens a couple times of copied to a point where it was like, yeah, finally it gets back to the oldest possible map, and it was like, and where is this one from? And like the quote. It was like, you know, 200 AD. It's like this map is copied from something like beyond time, beyond, no, beyond antiquity. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, so but, it... but the point is, is so this guy that uncovered this 1512 map in 1940 something, he sent it to Einstein. And Einstein wrote a response to it. He said, I get questions, you know, ultimate questions from people all over the world every day. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to answer all of them. Yeah. But he, I mean, I could find the book and read the quote, but Einstein says something like, but this is a question so unique that I have to answer it. And it is, I don't know. The only explanation is someone had to map it 26,000 years ago. Which is insane. But it it never gets brought up. It's just like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, that's what I mean, It's like none of us are like, wait, it's sort of like the whole, we live on a rock flying through space. It's, yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, did you hear Kobe Bryant just died? It's like, yeah, I get it, but no one brings it up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Notre Dame's so... on fire. We freak out. Kobe Bryant's dead. We freak out for good reason. But at the same time, it's like yeah. it never comes up that – There's some crazy shit. It never like comes that. up that just what is what is this? We're these weird monkeys and I'm, we're breathing air. What is air? Air is a liquid under the categories in, in chemistry and physics. Air is a liquid. So we are actually at the bottom of an ocean, five times deeper than the Marianas Trench. And we're walking around and we're breathing. And what are yeah. we doing? And, and I'm talking to you and I'm just spitting out sound waves that are vibrating and being picked up by the it's tympanic insane. membrane in your ear. And how are we talking? What we're doing is telepathy. I'm making noises with an alphabet in my brain that you have the answer, the key to. And so you're interpreting everything. That never comes up. Instead, it's like, "Hey, did you see that chick's ass implants?" It's this, it's this right. weird. Well, that's the existence we've. We, that's. It's the middle ground. It's what Joe Rogan said. We have these monkey bodies, but we've, we're starting to get the technology of the gods. But we haven't made the gap. So we have this insane technology, but like we're primarily using it for porn and weapons. Like you yeah, know. Exactly. Well, that's just it. We're like such a screwed up time period, man. Like we're, 100 we're years in, from now, we're like insane if we haven't blown ourselves to shit. We're we're like. It's almost like what we said earlier. It's like we're om- we're almost in this weird sixth grade of humanity. Yeah, we're in the sixth grade that. of humanity. We're not. You don't know when it's gonna. We're not the. To be we're not the babies more. yet, but we're starting to get. You know, we don't have the brains of the older kids yet, but we're starting to get the muscle of them, and we don't know what to do with it. Do we fuck up and go to jail and die, or do we course correct and you know get a job doing you know video and audio or making a podcast it's there's a it's a weird something interesting there though is also evolution yeah is when and and maybe through this technology will the next state of uh humanity exist you know because i've been playing this game lately it's not a very like popular game it was made by the guy who made the first assassin's creed and it's called Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. Okay. I'm going to start like posting my streams on it because the game is so interesting to me. You start as like a hominid, and I can't even remember the actual term for it, but like 10 million years ago. And you okay. go through five states of evolution, and you end on what they reference as um, Lucy, and I think it's Yeah, right, like whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're that. So like through all that evolution, what's what could potentially be the next state for humanity, you know, or what what comes after us or what who knows, like 10 million years from now, like 
I mean, it's it's crazy to think though, but like our existence could, is bl- a blip on the radar. It's a yeah. blink of an eye, like in terms of the scale of the earth. It's nothing. It's, a, it's nothing, right? So it wouldn't surprise me. I saw something today that was interesting. 1820, 1920, and now 2020. Oh, the plagues? plagues. Yeah, no, uh, I, I thought there were, so, I thought it was know, more. Like, I thought it was like, who knows what? yeah, I thought it was like 17. Or I mean, I think you're right. It was 18. Whatever it I is, saw, the it point is more like Netflix posted using like Geralt of Rivier from The Witcher. You know but, what I mean? So I saw it and I was like, "Well, that's serious. Like, it's kind of weird." Maybe it's like, a weird. Have you seen? Um, maybe somebody's just playing a big game, you know, and yeah, they're controlling all yeah. this shit. And they're like, "Oh, play! Hit him with the plague!" It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, boom. I don't are, know. Are we just a fucking? Are we just? Are we just in a computer program and we're just running a simulation? <laughs> and they're just, you know. I mean, you run simulations and, you know, it's now, you know, it's much more economical instead of crashing a car to figure out how safe it is to run it through a simulation because you can do it a thousand times. Mm. Are we and just, now it's... are we just running an equation? Are we just one, hey, let's see what happens, but we, um, we make gravity like just a little stronger and we're just, so, we're just yeah. one data point where it's like, oh, weird shit happens after 13 billion years now they get to this weird they do things called podcasts it's a weird yeah, exactly. one it's, now let's tweak it a little more and it's the just, same thing they were doing uh a million years ago sitting around telling stories or yeah, just like yeah cave drawings you know marshall McLuhan, the digital you know? campfire that's what he called that's what he said in like 1950 he said one day there's going to be but we now i think you could argue it's probably more so the tv but he says the digital campfire we all sit around the light it's a it's a light that basks yeah. and what do we do we all talk right. to each other and tell stories yeah it's, we're i think and we're way beyond like tv being oh, the number yeah. one influence oh, you know dead. it's, it's dead. crazy the, with yeah. uh with the ability to have these in your in your pocket it's a game changer yeah. and you yeah and you never you, you know it's like the you never don't have it on you that's the crazy thing that's what i'm saying like imagine never, a humanity never, if, is you never never take then, it away then, you know i could get on like um you know, infinite realities, like the alternate parallel universe, you know, theories and yeah. just like, um, just the idea that, you know, there's, there's an existence for everything. Every, every you know? single like, iteration so of you reality. You can't even, you can't even fathom how it's, many versions of you actually exist yeah, that's... In, across this. What I, I like the, um, the one they use in, I think it's, it might be Return to Planet of the Apes or one of them. It's called, uh, Gosh, it's like regressive reality, but that's not it exactly. But essentially, it's like an infinite high. Think of it like a highway yeah. with an infinite amount of lanes. Yeah, you know, and at any point you might switch lanes, yeah. and and you can change your reality. But all of these lanes are, you know, it, it, all these lanes are full they're, of cars. Everybody's living these different realities. So it's, who knows? I, I don't. I don't, man. Like it's just insane. It's. Yeah, one thing I always think of is when you think of like infinite realities, people's like, oh, there's there's a, there's a reality where Hitler dies, and there's a reality where Hitler won, and it's like, yes, but it's not just that. There's a reality where everything up until this point is the exact same, but an oxygen atom in your right thumbnail vibrates to the right instead of the left. Like, yeah, no, it's, exactly. it's that level. It's, it's that level of infinity. It's once you start to think about stuff like that, though, you better be doing something that you like in this lifetime. Like, just do something you love, which is why Keep I'm doing this. Love. Which is why I'm yeah, doing right. this. Yeah, right. Just man. go for it, man. That's what I mean. I need more of this in my life because it's like that inspires me to then just go for yes. it with my other projects. You know, I'm like, yes, it's it's why not? You it's know? no, it's it's talks like this where it's like, well, what's the purpose of them? Well, I'll tell you what the purpose is, dude. I studied nonstop for four years in college. I got into medical school in Miami out of UGA. 
That a fucking fifteen thousand people applied, a hundred got in. That fucking took yeah. everything out of me to get in. Yeah. And I got in and I decided I didn't want to go. Yeah, right. But it was I was I'd been doing tons of meditation. I may or may not have tried some psychedelics, but I got yeah. to a point yeah. where I was like where it was like instead of just being this cool thought of like maybe there's infinite realities, I started thinking, Well then what am I doing? Yeah, and, with do this I, one. Like I don't treat like you don't believe it if you're not acting on it. You know? Exactly, man. It's tough it's, too because because in 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 this society we live in now, like I tell students this when I taught them, like everybody's pretty much born a genius. Like you're born yeah. a genius, and 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 you grow and you grow and you grow, and then all of a sudden, like society or someone, you know, puts a finger in your face and says, "No, you're causes, not." Yeah, like changes it. So I would. I started using this and and I know my mom, especially like, so I'm sure like a lot of the older people would look at me like you're a kook with this thought, but like, it's like humans, like we look at ourselves as like, you know, like we're these monkeys, right? But mm. at essence, we think about like souls and things like that. So to me, a soul, like growing up, I always thought of a soul as like a ghost version of yourself that could like leave yeah, your body, yeah, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. like, that's probably not, a who knows what the fuck a soul is. Yeah. Now I describe it to these kids, I'd be like, everybody's born with a ball of energy inside of them. You just yeah. picture it, a ball uh-huh. of energy. You don't care what you're thinking of as long as you're thinking of a ball of energy. It can be any color you want. Okay. Like, But you're born with it, and as you're raised and you're taught things and you're hopefully raised well where people you know love you and, and console you and take care of you, that the ball will build and build and build and build and build. So eventually you can take that and you can, you know, start distributing it how you see fit and yours will get bigger and bigger depending on what you do in life, you know, like how you treat people. But the moment somebody starts telling you something and you react and you get all upset, you use your anger, you use your emotions, you let them take over you, you basically take that energy from what you've built and you say, here, it's you yours can have now. some, it's yours. And it's, it's like transfers of energy between people. I don't want to sound too much like a hippie. No, no, I think that's... Yeah, it's... Like, like the ability to do that, um, you know, make the most of it. So I, I try to use it as an example for them so that they could build this like self-confidence and, and enough control to where they wouldn't react every time yeah. somebody get in their face yeah. or anything would happen. Something good could, re- it went both ways. Yeah. Like you get a really good grade on a paper. So you're like, yeah, whoa, I'm the best. I'm the smartest kid. Yeah. It's like, take it down a notch. I want you to be happy for yourself, Yeah. but I want you to think about like what you're putting out there in the outside. Like I think everybody, should be able to celebrate and enjoy themselves. But like I said, we've gone, we strayed so far away from community mm-hmm. that even kids are taught now they're individually need to do, you know, so they need to succeed or do this or that yeah. in order to live a happy life or whatever else it is. And of course, like playing basketball, playing sports, like that can, that can build community. But what are we really doing to like ensure that the next generation can find like some peace together, you know, because yeah. Realistically, like I said earlier, with the whole way we spoke to each other, I grew up with a brother six years older than me. So I grew up getting ripped on, you know, getting made fun of all the time. And I think that definitely contributed a bit to like my own lack of self-worth and sure. self-love. Sure. So it took me almost 27, 28, I'd say even almost 29 years of being alive to really like love myself. Dude, the way I, that I, you know I, what I mean? It's like I, people, I, and I know everybody goes through this. Like a lot of people, some people are just easy to, to like get through it, you know? And others, it's like a question for their entire life. So Dude, it's crazy that the moment I started doing that, the moment I started realizing that I deserve and the things that happened in my life yes. like are happening for a reason that I have to maintain like gratefulness yes. you know, and, and just be positive and try to help as many people as I can in the ways that I can. Sometimes that means I need to shut the hell up. And sometimes that means I need to offer advice. 
and other that times you know you might just need to boost them up or yeah. just tell them the truth yeah it's hard to decipher what each situation calls for that's what i fuck up the most yeah no it's i'm did i turned 29 in august and i would and i've said this in other episodes i really don't think i've truly begun like loving myself and being confident until i would say like the last six months and that's to no yeah. fault of anyone that's not like a that's not throwing shade at my parents or the teachers no, at all like no it's just for me i'm like for the first time ever i'm just like hey the way i look at it is like I, what i've been what i tell my friends is like look at your and it sounds schizophrenic but it's like look at yourself like you're just another friend so okay Steve, yeah, exactly. steven's my friend uh you know my friend bob my friend joe but it's okay and tommy's also your friend Tommy's trying really hard. Well, hey, give Tommy some break. Give Tommy some slack, just like you give Bob and Joe. All and your Steve friends, some right? Slack. Show people the grace that you, yeah. or show yourself yes. the grace that you give other people. Because I've always been like, and that's insanely loyal, what hard. I would say is loyal to the wrong people. Like, yeah, I've been loyal to a lot of people who like stab me in the back. And I'm sure some people probably think of me as that guy. Like they yeah. were loyal to me, and then I did something. Yeah. And you know, like I've even gone back, like, and I don't know if I was just inspired by the movie Billy Madison or what. I've like gone back and apologized to people that I know I was a dickhead to yeah. like 20 years ago yeah. for no reason. People that I've called names, different yeah. things like that. And it wasn't, and I, and I mean, I think it's clear to them like that. I'm not just reaching out to try to make peace with them. I'm trying to make peace with myself. Yeah. Hey, the difference is, and not, and I don't see myself as somebody that does it like, and I'm special because I do it or anything like that. Just, just trying my hardest every day to find peace yeah. because Everybody seeks out happiness, but they don't realize peace can equate to happiness. I heard this on Rogan. I never remember the guy's name, but it was like happiness is just peace in motion. So the goal should always oh, be wow. to find peace. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like people, are, everybody nowadays, especially with social media and everything, you want to be like, oh, I'm so busy all the time. I'm so busy all the time. And it's like, oh, it's great. But when do you ever get time to just like find peace and be at peace with yourself? Because if you're just yeah. busy all the time, then yeah. that sounds terrible. Like, but yeah. that's like the goal we've created. Like, so I'm a hustler. I've got stuff to do today. I've got a yeah, no, 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 like, no, no, awesome, no, no, no. I mean, and I get down on myself all the time. My work, my wife works so hard and, and she's so amazing. And I, I just try to play the support role a lot of the times. Cause like mm -hmm. when I'm in slow season at the hotel and I don't have anything to do, I'm trying to do as much as I can at home do as much as I can for us. You know what I mean? And, and that can be a struggle. And then I get down on myself if I don't stay focused, like, yeah. the, you know, and all of our brains work so differently. Like, so I don't know, man. I think like me personally, like depression, anxiety, definitely some ADD, like craziness Dude, in there. You so and I are the same. No, I we, get yeah. focused. Like the worst thing is like, you know, I, I, I like to smoke bud. Like I don't drink as much as I used to. I don't, I don't, I don't drink anymore. I haven't drank in three years. Four sometimes, years. sometimes I, I literally take like the smallest doses of like Adderall to get focused. And I'm like, I wish I could just, just tap into this naturally. Yeah. Like so bad. And then I'll guilt myself. Yeah. So I realize like, but if I, but if I get things done and I'm doing the right thing and I'm not overdoing it, then it's okay. But am I just convincing myself? It's it's a constant, uh, you know, give and take with yourself. And and when do you finally get to the point where you just say, I'm at peace, I'm happy, I trust myself, I love myself, yeah. I'm going to give up control? Because this is what I came to terms with. My friends and I did this whole thing in July, and this is when we stopped podcasting. We called it Dry July. So for the month of July... I gave up uh, weed, I gave up fast food, I gave up fried food, I gave up late night snacking, I gave up porn, you know, like gave up uh, all, all, just a bunch of like things that I perceived as like could be bad. I, I put limitations on social media was the big one. I put limitations on my life though. And for a month, it was like the most natural yeah. state. But for the first week or so, I was miserable. Withdrawal, totally miserable, yeah. It's, I, it's, I, and then all of a sudden I entered this place where I just kind of felt like at peace. I was yeah. like, 
writing down like my dreams that I was having and thoughts and feelings. And it's pretty cool to look back on that journal. But I've done that a couple times in my life where I decided like, where I literally like deactivated. I think the last time I did it was like, was like leading up to literally the 2016 election. I think I started like two weeks before it because I vividly remember going for a walk. I vividly remember going for a walk, but I hadn't been on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, nothing. Like you said, no porn, no no shitty food, no jacking off, nothing. I would just go wake up, go to the gym, and I would just sort of like read or just kind of like meditate all day. And I remember like it finally, like it was like the night of the election. I remember walking around and just... I almost felt like I was in a dream because everyone was just going around. Everyone's voting. There's voting yeah. booths everywhere. And I just remember I was so intrigued that like the leaves were changing colors. And it wasn't yeah. this. It wasn't like this. Hil- with yourself and the universe. It wasn't this like, being, like. Yeah. It wasn't this Hillary Trump showdown. It was the leaves are changing colors. I call it the the distract. We're in the distracted state right now of humanity. Yeah, it's essentially like everyone's just living distracted, and the the only people that are truly living and happy are the ones that have turned off all this nonsense, this social media, this this. Um, it's like a facade, you know. It's just like this cloud of smoke that we see and we think that's real, but you could just go and blow, and all that smoke will separate. Yeah, I started thinking about this in July, and I struggle with it so much every day, though. But my entire life. The way I acted, the way I treated things, it was as if I was in a river trying to control the current, trying yeah. to change it myself, using my own yeah. emotions in my hand. And then during this dry July, during this uh, month and a half or so, I realized it's just a waterfall. And I just got to let it wash over me. Yeah. And there's no point in trying to change it. Just embrace it yeah. and soak it in. And then, you know, do just, what you can. You just let everything. Open. It's like what Alan Watts said. He's like, he's like, imagine... Imagine jumping off a cliff and you and a boulder are falling and you're trying so hard to hold on to the boulder. But the reality is, is you can hold on to the boulder or not. You guys are both going straight down to your death. And it's like, that's what birth is. You're born and you're just trying to grab on to everything. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You're just hurtling to the abyss. And it's just. So, yeah, let go. Yeah, just, just, just do. Obviously, that doesn't mean like don't give a shit. Don't start eating Fritos every yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, but it's just along, like nonstop. It's just in general. Like, it's like I think it was. I forget who said it. It was. It might have been Timothy Leary, but he said at some point in life you stop fighting, you pick up your feet, and let the stream carry you home. And it's. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because, because realistically, like how much control we 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 want. I think you know, and some people are control freaks. And I can be that way too, but it's like they have to have control, and it's like you can't. Like, unfortunately, like you're gonna be miserable. You know, you just gotta let go sometimes, and can't let your ego get in the way. Because that was the other big thing about like working in the news business is how important like egos were. Like, and I don't, I don't look at myself as somebody with a big ego personally. Maybe that's my ego. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't. But I'm like not. I don't. I'm just not into myself that way. Yeah. I don't talk about myself that way. Maybe it comes from a bunch of other stuff. But like working with reporters who literally thought they were like God's gift to earth, you know, because they're on TV giving people the news. And I'm like, this is a joke. And like the social media part of it, it's even how important they perceive themselves to be. The the ones that have gone on to be the most successful that I worked with were the ones with the smallest, the most humble dude. Yeah. The most humble ones that treated the the janitor just as much as they just treated the treat of the mayor that we just interviewed. And it like was an important thing to see and then to see a lot of them go on to succeed one in particular in atlanta she's just killing it like 
just absolutely destroying it. And, and I couldn't be happier for somebody in that industry because of how humble she was, how hardworking she is, and how just pleasant she was to be around and friendly, you know, yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Could be me, could be the the freaking guy in the, the booth, could be the uh, director, could be the seat, you know, like I said, the, the general manager or the news director, whoever. So she was always so nice and humble. And you want to see that from people that you want to see those people succeed in my opinion. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's, it's nice, but that industry, man, it'll just, it's a doggy dog world. And I'd rather work in a team that's, we're just supportive of each other, yeah. you know, and yeah. trying to reach goal together and, and work together the best we can instead of, I got to do this to get over you. And you know, you're really trying to go against me and I'm going to talk shit about you and yeah, this and that. It's, it's like, uh, that's what it was like interviewing for medical schools. It was just this, there's just this certain level of like, you could never just be like, what's up? It was just like, you're in interviews and every, it was just constantly looking for chinks in the arm or how do I get ahead? And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I feel like this is the antithesis to medicine, helping yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sitting here like, how the fuck do I stomp on my enemies to get to the top? And I was just like, I don't think this is, for, I don't think any of it's for me, man. That's why I like doing this because yeah. it's, this podcast is me. No one produces yeah, exactly. it. No one does the social. It's me. I'm competing with fake or anything. Like, yeah, I'm competing no. with me. It's yeah, right. so I just have on people and fucking talk, man. It's yeah, and it's fun. It's it, this was a good time, dude. And um, you know, like there's so much more. I feel like we could talk about. I I was like prepared to talk about myself and talk about like my life and career dude, and stuff. And, dude, this, and no, this became like let's talk about like the universe and dude, shit. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, that's that's why at the beginning I said let's do. That's why I like these conversations because there's no like I have talking yeah. points. It's yeah, exactly. People that people ask me, they're like, you know, Austin, come on, they be like, what do I need prepared? And I'll be like, not only do you not need anything prepared, if yeah. you do prepare for it, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, exactly. It's That's why I was trying to like go. I, I was about to write stuff down, and I looked at Amy, my wife, and I was like, I'm not going to write anything down. Yeah, I was like, there's no point. Like, let's just go. Fucking, let's just see what happens. Just fucking. And, I, and like we like talking about alternate realities and stuff. Like, and I get myself like worked up, way overly worked up when doing anything like this. Even when we were just doing mics with my buddies and I, because it was like. I'm like, oh, oh, oh I, I'm, this is being recorded. And yeah, it's like, yeah. so to me, it's still like a big deal. But, you yeah. know, like I said, to the rest of society, it's just like everyday shit. Like t getting your photo, t this is the example I love using. Getting your photo taken 100 years ago yeah. or 100 yeah. years ago was like the most special thing that you yeah. ever had. Nowadays, it's like, like oh, and I do it too, but it, I don't pose nearly as much, but it's because I, like I said, I don't have the ego for it. Like when somebody posts like a selfie and it's like the same picture like 30 times, they just like move their head a little bit each time. I'm like, <laughs> What is wrong with you? Like to me, that's when I buy into that whole like. There's a new the iPhone, yeah. It's yeah, it's, like for this kind of behavior, like it is insane that people act this way. And you have can't and then in the new iPhones and they blur the background so it focuses on your face. You ever seen? The, I'm a video. I'm a video game addict, dude. So like, I play video games like every night, and I'm like, if and I, I, I get down on myself because I sit there and I think sometimes I'm like, imagine who you would have become or what would have happened if you'd never played. Video. But then I can't. But then you can't do that because. I do love my life now. I have an amazing exactly. life. Exactly. I'm having a kid. Like everything's great. So you can't go down that no. that avenue of starting to like play that game with yourself. If you're happy Plus, with where you are now, you have to be happy with everything that everything led up to. Happen, if right. you're happy with a meal, you have to be happy with every ingredient. It's Jordan. Just, Jordan said that once, and when somebody was like having a deep conversation with him about his dad dying, yeah. getting murdered, and it's not like would you change everything? He was like, no. Because if I change just one thing, then everything changes. Yeah. You know, and it's. And it's like maybe in another reality things are different, but I'm here now and I can't think about the others. The, my my biggest issue in life is am I putting 
uh, my best effort into doing everything I can with the abilities that I have. Because sure. I know I'm not the smartest guy, and I'm and I'm am, I'm a hard worker, but I can't be the hardest working yeah. guy all the time. But the thing is, like, so what can I do still with the gifts that I have? Like I said, these injuries have been bumming me out, you know, because when you're physically hurt, it's hard to get your mentality the right way. You know sure. what I mean? Like, sure. and, and, and when I've seen a doctor, you know, several times for my foot, and it seems like we just keep like just doing enough to make it so it's not going to hurt for a little while. You know what I mean? Instead of actually fixing it. So that's been my frustrations there, but life goes on, man. So I just, I just want to be able to like run around with my, my little girl when she's, when she's old enough, you know, we're, we're playing and we're having a good time. I don't want to be hurt all the time. I'll yeah. take care of myself, better stretch more now. Yeah. My joke is, uh, we're going to call her Ella to keep it Italian. It's going to be short for mozzarella. <laughs> so yeah, that's my, uh, that's I like my, it. I like Italian, it. Italian joke. Who knows? Uh, I'm excited, man. But, Dude. you know, life's good. Life's good. And and I'd like to think for most people who are above ground still, life is good. Like, yeah. because there's always, you know, it's it's so corny and cliche, but it's like, you know, the, the night gets darkest right before the dawn. You've always yeah, got to yes. be able to rise again. You know, yes, you've always got to be able to. And if, I, if I've done it through many years in which I'd consider, I've lived like six or seven lives, man. Like, OLA, Pius, that was all like, the end of like a good childhood period, like, but like, there was a lot of like bad times there too. You know what I mean? Then, then my Norcross days, getting in trouble, getting arrested, getting. I went to Western Kentucky for six weeks, got arrested twice in six weeks. Like, what a crazy person? Who does that? Like, what kind of idiot? But it was all part of my my growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. All part of my life and and where I was headed. And and now I'm still not like, I look at myself. I'm still like, you still haven't done shit. But when I really think about all the people that I've positively impacted and the short period of time that I was a negative little shit, yeah. then I think I've course corrected myself back onto a path that I can be proud of and trying to take advantage of now to continue this. And that'll allow me to feel better most of the time. But like this, that me- mental health shit, dude, the thing is like people don't, people don't realize it cause you don't see it with, there's no bruising, there's no scars, yeah. you know what I mean? It's all here. So yeah. realistically, like, that can come and go as it pleases. There's nothing, there's things I can do, good night's sleep, good diet, exercise, you know what I mean? There's certainly things I can do, but if I'm working all the time or whatever else it is and I miss some of that, then like, it's easy for it to happen. There's, you know, and drinking alcohol, alcohol is my, my worst enemy because I drink some alcohol and all of a sudden I think everybody's talking shit about me. There's other times where I'm like killing karaoke and having yeah. a good time, you know, but yeah. no, I just... it's a, it's a, it's a ever, you're, you're always a work in progress. Yeah. Everybody is. There's yeah. never a stopping point. The moment we stop and forget that is the moment that we're we're losing. You know, that's nobody's what, nobody's losing who's working on themselves. That's that's what that's what like this podcast is. Even this is episode twenty, and I'm just I've already noticed improvement. And I used yeah, to think exactly, I used to think like I'm gonna have it all planned out right until I get all the equipment, and then I'm gonna get the right get. And I'm just like no. You just got to start. You got to start and you're going to fucking yeah. eat shit and you're going to bruise your shins. But, dude, just start. And now I'm talking to you who I haven't talked to probably in yeah, 15. Yeah, probably 20 years, man. Uh, yeah, I, fi- no, no, 15. Not I'd say 15. 18. 18. Yeah, 15. A long fucking time. And it's like. Yeah, because I probably, I mean, St. Pius, I left there after ninth grade. So I was 15 yeah. still. Yeah. I wasn't 16 yet. Yeah, early 2000s. But that's what this yeah, is, Yeah, it's man. crazy, man. 
it's cool though. It's a good thing. Like, like you, you're just going for it. That's the big thing. Like, just go for it because what do you have to lose? Really, yeah, nothing. Nothing. I mean, Infin- infinite realities. It's yeah, exactly, man. And, there's and, no better place to once you realize that it's infinite realities and it. that you're truly nothing and it's just you're in an infinitesimal space and you're just in an infinitesimal small slice of time. If you and I've been really hesitant. If you can't I want to stream it, this game. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying if you can't. I if, you. No, if you can't. It's like if if when you realize that you're in the middle of infinity, and your life and the time slice is the middle of infinity. If you cannot realize then that it's the time to just go for it, you're never. Dude, start streaming your game, dude. Just start. Yeah, and I, my buddy gave me a connect. Then so you had the then, camera. Then you know fucking I mean? like you have no excuse. Start. <laughs> No, I'm just, just I'm start. just gonna need a couple days because my whole plan. Nope, nope, fuck that, dude. No, start. Nope, start today. The game's about evolution, so start, I was like, I was nope, just, start yeah. today. Start today, dude. Put up your first fucking episode today. Start. Yeah. Just well, I already did a couple on like uh, Mixer. I just need to pull them off there and edit a little bit, like add an intro. Nope, like nope, that. nope. Just throw them up. Yeah, I should. That's because it's a cool game. You're like a you're like an ape essentially. Yeah. Like you start, you walk on all fours. You don't know what to do. The game doesn't tell you anything. It's like you pick up a stone, like a, a granite rock, and then you pick up a dead branch and you hit them together until something happens. Yeah. yeah. Then you're using a spear. Yeah. And now you've evolved your brain. You, your next child will have a genetic mutation where yeah. they know. So it's like a crazy fucking Dude, game. Dude, just, just start, man. My The first yeah. podcast I put up, I would just put up. Now I've, now I've figured out a little bit. I'm like, I got to edit a couple things. I got to, okay, I got to put a thumbnail on the video, a description. Okay, and you yeah. edit the audio. But in a month, I'm sure I'll be looking back at this one and be going, oh, look at, oh, fuck. I can't believe I was doing. But the thing is, is just because if you don't start, you're never tomorrow. It's It's like like that Creedence song, Someday someday Never Comes. You know, like you're. Yeah, it's just. You you can't keep saying, Someday I'm going to do this, Someday I'm going to do that. It's like, just do it. Because it will always be tomorrow, which is. Yeah, you'll never actually. Which is why I'm giving you homework. We're going to. You're going to come back on this. Or we're going to come back on my podcast. I'm giving you homework. I'm going to I'm going to cut this. I'm going to cut this. I'm going to end this now. You yeah. got to put up your first episode. I have to. Just put it up. It I mean, it's got to be like no intro. Yeah. Just fucking you have the file? Just yeah. fucking upload it. That's step 1. Exactly. Just That's start. You going to do it? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do it. I'm not on video for this one. It's just the stream. It's just like the game it doesn't itself. Doesn't fucking matter. Just put it yeah, up. It doesn't matter. Just right. start. Yeah. And let's let's hey dude, come back on this. Come back on in a couple weeks. Yeah, let me know. And just, yeah, whatever, man. It'll be dude, fun. Dude, come no, seriously. I'll I'll text you. Come back on and I've got people for the next two weeks. But come back on and just yeah, let's good. go on another universe rant. But also, I want to see where your fucking streaming is. Yeah, yeah, and you can check that out. I mean, they're only like thirty minutes to an hour. Doesn't long fucking right now. matter. It's just just that. start. Just right now, you're gonna be looking you're gonna come back on in two weeks and you're gonna look back yeah. at yourself on this podcast and be like, Thank God I started because I've learned yeah, exactly. this X, Y, and Z. Oh yeah, dude. But that's right. Hey, but that's what I'm. I'm being serious. That's what you're gonna do tonight. That's your homework. Yeah, I got other shit too. Man. I got like skits I need to post. Fucking I'll just show you up, these, start like... uploading. Just start. Yeah, just st- I know. start fucking getting the bruises and the baptism by fire now. Yeah. I'm six weeks yeah. in, dude, and I'm already yeah. like, thank God I started because I never would have started. Yeah, I never would have started, dude. I've been I've been telling myself literally since 2015 I'm gonna start a podcast. Six weeks ago I finally started, and now I'm yeah. like. If I had started in 2015, I'd be like, "Oh my god, know, this man. would be this uh, shit. Crazy. This would be my job." But unfortunately, I'm not. So that's, that's okay. Me. You're starting. You know, you're going exactly. now. That's where I exactly. Exactly. So start, Stephen. Thank you so fucking much for coming on. Dude. Yeah, dude. This was, hey, Always you. Good time. You are welcome. 
anytime you want. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this. We yeah. it was a it was a nice touch of of reality and small world all the way up to the fucking cosmic. Hey yeah, man, it's amazing. You're welcome. Hey, any, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome anytime you like to come on. And hey, for the historical record, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Jesus yeah, Christ. rest in peace, Kobe, because that's fucking crazy. What are the odds? Yeah, yeah. Hey, one day this is gonna be forever ago. So yeah, in forever, for in forever, you can be looking back and going, I can't believe my streaming service is so big. I'm a millionaire. Or you could be going, <laughs> or you could be going, you motherfucker, start streaming. Why didn't you yeah. start? Yeah, why what, did I do this when what, I had hair what, still? <laughs> which, yeah, exactly. Which reality do you want, man? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Steven, hey, thank you, bro. Hey, I'll, I'll send you a link hey. when I upload it, all right? Do it. Please do it. All right. Godspeed.